0: Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Many confuse the rapture and the second coming. Some thinking it's two names for the same thing. Coming up today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie clarifies. The rapture is when Jesus comes for His people. The second
1: coming, He returns again with His people. I've got good news for you. You're going to have that Holy Land experience but you're not going to do it in a bus. You're going to do it with the Lord Himself. This is the day when the lost are found.
0: been down a dark, foggy road at night. Your headlights were only showing what's right in front of you. It's unsettling wondering what dangers lie just beyond your field of vision. Many believers think of Bible prophecy just like that. They have a foggy, unsettling uncertainty of what's to come. Well, today in A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps to clear the fog as we get a clear view of what's to come. Today's message is called Antichrist, Armageddon and the Second Coming.
1: dive into this mysterious character the antichrist who is he exactly well first of all he is sent by satan himself he is an imitator consider this the prefix anti not only means against and certainly the antichrist is against christ but it also means instead of he's a false christ remember in matthew 24 as Jesus is answering the question, what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age, he said, many will come in my name saying, I am he. I am the Messiah. And That's who the Antichrist is. He's a false Messiah. And some will even believe he is the Messiah. He's a cheap imitation. Let's read a little bit about this curious character in Revelation 13, verse one. John writes, Now, John was banished to the island of Patmos uh, for preaching the gospel. And Jesus came to him and gave him a vision. It's as though uh, John was put into a spiritual time machine and catapulted into the future. Now, I don't know if it was a DeLorean or not, but seriously, he saw the future and he describes what he saw in this great book, Revelation. He writes in Revelation 13. Verse 1, I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast I saw was like a leopard, his feet were like the feet of a bear, his mouth was like the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power, throne, and great authority." And I saw one of his heads where it's mortally wounded and his deadly wound was healed and all the world marveled and followed the beast and they worshiped the dragon who gave authority to the beast and they worshiped the beast saying, who is like the beast and who will make war with him? Wow, interesting scene. So here we have the Antichrist emerging and he is again Define God in attempting to take the place of Christ. And it says in verse one, he has a blasphemous name. He'll be a great orator, a great communicator, but he's coming in opposition to God. Probably not at first. At first, he'll seem very conciliatory. At first, he'll seem like a wonderful person, but then his true agenda will be revealed and he will specifically target followers of Jesus Christ. Revelation 13.7 says it was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And he also is going to dominate the globe. Uh, Revelation 13.7 says authority was given to him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. But again, I emphasize, the way he fools people is through peace. The Bible says through peace he will deceive many. But then people will realize how evil he actually is. He'll be the devil's son, as I already pointed out. And I think sometimes in life we, we get pulled into evil things because the devil is very good at packaging his wares. He's great at making bad things look good. He's also adept at making good things seem bad. And so we sort of buy what he's offering and we get pulled into it, hook, line, in-sinker, and then he chooses us up, and he spits us out. Oh, look how exciting drugs can look, drinking can look, partying can look, sexual experimentation can look, and then fast forward a few years, and you have an addict, you have an alcoholic, you have a person with some kind of venereal disease or other issues, and they realize how empty it all is. And that's what the world is gonna realize. Antichrist will come as the greatest thing since slice bread, and then he'll show who he really is, and maybe some of you have been misled by the devil. <laughs> you've been taken advantage of. He's chewed you up and spit you out. And You've come to the end of your rope. There's someone watching me right now that has even thought about taking their own life. There's someone watching me right now who has attempted to take their own life. And I want you to know, no matter how bad things are for you right now, there is a God in heaven who loves you. And the Lord is an expert at putting broken things back together. And I'll tell you how to come into a relationship with him in just a few moments. And so all of this culminates, this great tribulation period, everything's building up in the time of the tribulation, the last seven years, to the battles of Armageddon. And then this event is gonna happen, and it's found in Revelation 19, verses 11 to 14. John writes, I saw heaven open." And behold, a white horse. And he that sat on him was called Faithful and True. And in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire. And on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one can name except himself. And he was clothed with a robe dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. This is the description of the second coming of Jesus Christ. This, folks, is Air Horse One. Right. The Lord is coming back to planet Earth to establish His kingdom. And everyone will know. So some will not say, was that the second coming or just a really bad storm? Oh no. You'll know it's a second coming. Jesus said, as a lightning shines from the east to the west, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. The return of Jesus Christ will be accompanied by sadness and weeping. Yes, it's a happy day for heaven, but it's a sad day for earth. Specifically, Israel will mourn as they realize Jesus was their Messiah all along. Zechariah 12.10 says, I'll pour a spirit of grace and prayer on the family of David and on the people of Jerusalem. And they'll look on him whom they have pierced and mourn for him as for an only son. They will grieve bitterly for him as for a firstborn son who had died. Him they had pierced. You remember Jesus died by being crucified on a cross. All the wrongs in the world are going to be made right. Justice will finally be meted out.
0: for joining us today. You're listening to Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Ministries in California, USA and A New Beginning. Today he's offering a detailed look at the Antichrist from his series End Times Living Like Jesus Will Return at Any Moment. Let's continue.
1: Now I think it's very important to stop for a moment and contrast the rapture and the second coming because sometimes people confuse these two events. So let me put them side by side, and explain it. The rapture is when Jesus comes before judgment. The second coming is when he returns with judgment. In the rapture, he comes as a thief in the night. In the second coming, every eye will see him. The rapture, he comes for his people. In the second coming, he returns again with his people. I've got good news for you. Maybe some of you have wished you could take a a trip to Israel. Well you're going to have that Holy Land experience. But you're not going to do it in a bus. You're going to do it with the Lord Himself. Because we read that He returns with these armies. And we're told over in June 14 that the Lord will come with ten thousands of His saints to execute judgment. Who are these saints that Return with Christ back to the earth. The answer is Colossians 3. It says, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then we shall appear with him in glory. Good news, folks. We're coming back and riding horses too. I don't know if you like to ride horses. I heard about a preacher that got a horse, but instead of using secular terms like giddy up and whoa, he decided to substitute praise the Lord for giddy up And hallelujah for woe. So the preacher got in his horse and he said, Praise the Lord. And the horse trotted off. Praise the Lord, he said again. Now the horse is in a full gallop. Praise the Lord. The horse is going at full steam. He's having a great time. But he realizes the horse is headed toward the edge of a cliff. The preacher is saying, wait, what's the word for stop? stop? Uh, Whoa, horse is still going. Oh no. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Horse is getting toward the edge of the cliff now. Uh, 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 Hallelujah. And the horse stops right at the edge of the cliff. A few little pebbles are going over the side. The preacher wipes his face and says, praise the Lord. He went over the side, right? You get the joke, okay. But seriously though, we're gonna come back with Jesus. This is very exciting. I want you to think about the first coming of our Lord and the second coming of our Lord. When Jesus first came, of course, he was a little baby wrapped in strips of cloth in a manger. When he comes back again, He'll be clothed royally in a robe dipped in blood. At his first coming, he was surrounded by animals and shepherds. At his second coming, he'll be accompanied by saints and angels. At his first coming, the door of the inn was closed to him. At his second coming, the door of the heavens will be opened to him In the first coming, he was the Lamb of God taking away the sins of the world. In the second coming, he's the ferocious Lion of the tribe of Judah bringing judgment to the earth. And this is that moment that the Bible speaks of when it says, every eye will see and every tongue will confess and every knee will bow saying, Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Summation. Jesus is coming. What if Jesus came back today? Now He would not come back in the second coming today because as we already discovered, that's at the end of the tribulation period, right? But He could come in the rapture of the church for His followers today, tonight, tomorrow. Would you be ready or would you be left behind? Well, that is entirely up to you. You see, as I said before, you will either get right or get left. And I don't mean that politically. When I say get right, you will either get right with God or you will be left behind. Some of you have chased after the things this world offers and you've ended up so empty. Question, do you like puzzles? (laughs) I don't. I have no interest in puzzles. I have no desire to get a puzzle out and put it back together again. Frankly to me it seems like a waste of time. Uh in contrast to me, my wife Kathy loves puzzles. So one day she was putting a puzzle together and it was completed. And I was upstairs and she goes out, oh, Greg, I said, What? She said, I'm missing a piece of the puzzle. Help me find it. So I came downstairs and sure enough she had completed this entire puzzle and there was one piece missing. So we're on our hands and knees and we're crawling around on the floor trying to find it. We finally found it under the chair. The missing piece and she put it in place. Life can be like that. You check all the boxes. You reach all your goals. You know if I just complete my education I know I'll be happy. And you say, well, if I if I just get that dream job, I know I'll be happy. Well, if I just find the right person to marry, I know I'll be happy. Then you say, if I could just find another person to marry, I know I'll be happy. Well, if we had kids, that would complete us. Well, if I could retire, that would be the ultimate goal. And on you go in life, never quite finding what you're looking for. It's like a puzzle you're putting together. And guess what? There's a piece missing, but it's not under a chair. It's in the hand of God. God holds the missing piece. And you know what it is? Let me restate it. Do you know who it is? It's Jesus. That's who you're looking for. That's who you want. And that is who you need. Jesus Christ coming into your life and forgiving you of your sin. Yes. He was born in a manger in Bethlehem. But why? So we could go shopping and give gifts to each other? No. He was born to die that we might live. That little baby came on a rescue mission from heaven to go to a cross and die for your sin and mine, then to rise again from the dead. And He promises He will come again. Listen, folks. We live in a scary world. And it is going to get worse. And it is going to get darker. But if you have your faith in Jesus Christ, you do not have to be afraid. Remember Jesus said, Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If we're not so, I would have told you. If I go, I'll come again and receive you unto myself. And where I go you know and the way you know. And Thomas, one of his disciples was there. And he said, we don't know where you're going. And we don't know the way. And Jesus said in response, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father but by me. The only way to get to heaven is through Jesus Christ, God's Son who died on the cross for you. God's Son who stands at the door of your life right now and knocks and says if you'll hear His voice and open the door, He will come in. So I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And if you want Christ to come into your life, if you want Him to forgive you of your sin if you want to know that you will go to heaven when you die, if you want to be ready for the Lord's return, I want you to pray this prayer with me right now. Jesus is just a prayer away. Pray this after me if you would. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner, but I believe that you are the Savior who died on the cross for me and rose again from the dead. Now I choose to follow you, Lord, from this moment forward. Thank you for hearing this prayer and answering this prayer. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: That's Pastor Greg Laurie with an important closing prayer with those making a change in their relationship with the Lord today. And if you are one of those who've just prayed with Pastor Greg, you ask Jesus to be your saviour, we'd love to help you to get started by sending something called our New Believers Growth Packet. It's free of charge for those who've made a first-time commitment to the Lord today. Just contact us and ask for it. Call one 800 0 11 Well, next time, Pastor Greg brings an epic dose of encouragement as we look at God's plan for eternity and just what life will be like in the hereafter. Join us again tomorrow, same time, a new beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. This is the day, the day now for a copy of Pastor Greg's full message from today, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called Antichrist, Armageddon and the Second Coming. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-50-11